He's jumping all over the world. Appreciate it, brother. Hallelujah. Yeah. Pastor Dale, you still want me to take the whole two hours or cut it short? Okay, I'll do that. It's good to be here. Hallelujah. Now, I hope there's nobody here from the Naw Man Dude Club. What's the Naw Man Dude Club? The Naw Man Dude Club is when you ask people to do something, they're like, Naw Man Dude, I'm not doing that. Hey, why don't we? Nah, man, I'm not doing that. So hopefully we have no non-man dude club members here because I'm going to ask you all to do something. All right, if you could stand up. There's the door. Non-man dude club is meeting, I don't know, in the bathroom. Now, here's what I want you to do. I want you to look at your neighbor. Point at somebody. And say, I hear word on the street is you're God's favorite. And I'm glad to know you. And also, I think you're really good looking too. Alright, you may be seated. Or you can stand. Hey, it doesn't matter to me. <laughs> so uh, I'm so thankful to be here uh, in this place. It's like when you come here on the very first day, the worship kicks off. It's like you belong. You belong. And that's because of what everything has been established out of this church, and I'm so thankful for it. Uh, some things we have going on here. Uh, we, in the Philippines, we just over... Uh, Oh, well, back in January, it was three months, January, February, it was three months after the, the Typhoon Haiyan in Taklaban, where many people were devastated. And actually, this church helped work with a ministry that we work with over there called ICLC, which is International Christian Leadership Connections. And that ministry put 100 roofs on homes. Hallelujah. I mean, I would think that'd be excited for you. That's 100 roofs on homes. Everybody say, whoa, that's good. Yeah. All right. Then they actually totally rebuilt four homes, rebuilt three churches, and that's just with Taklaban. Now, they're very devastated there. Pray for that country. There's people who have family that they don't even know died, and they don't even know where they're buried. We went by one place where the bridge was closed off. And they said that, well, I, I said, is there work being done on the bridge? Did the bridge go out? They said, no. They said, what happened is when the, the storm surge came in and came down the river, all the bodies started hitting the piers to the bridge and started to stack up. And my contact there, Pastor Belshazzar, they were there like a week or two after the, the typhoon. They said, while they're still trying to go through just find survivors, they found a woman like she was dead with a baby in her arms. And the baby was dead too. And, but the bodies had just kind of stacked up, so they just started to backfill because they had no way of identifying. They tried to identify as many as they could, and they were worried about disease and everything else. So there's people in the Philippines, and there was a two, couple of different mass graves that was shown. And so just pray for them because it's still not over there. I mean, I was there three months afterwards, and you would think it was just a week afterwards. 
And I'm thankful for this church because they did participate in the ministry over there. So hallelujah. I give God glory for that, for partners, for people that help, and they have concern for others. The good news there, uh, we've planted and built three churches in the last year. And uh, the orphans are doing well. And there's a lot of things happening. We're working on starting some businesses so they can be self-sustaining. All right, that's it for the Philippines. Then India. I want you to pray for India. And it's not because, you know, India is better than anybody else, but they're the second largest unreached people group in the whole wide world. All right? And I assure you, the ministry we work with there in Andhra Pradesh, which is one of the more Christianized states in, in India, the persecution is hit there now. Uh, the contact I work with is Elam Gospel Ministries, and my contact, David, said one of his good friends who's a pastor was hacked to death by machetes. This isn't a more Christianized region of India. So the persecution is everywhere. And I'm, I'm sure, you know, you know, Sam could tell you more and Casey could tell you more. You know, Russ and Alice, Owen and Mary who left there, they could tell you, you know, what's going on there. They, they've seen the changes as they've come. I started going there in 95. I was, I took a 10 year hiatus from there and I've just seen things that have just, all I'm saying is this. The door's closing in India. It is now listed, believe it or not, Voice of the Martyrs on their prayer map as a hostile nation. And people are like, what? India? No. I, I've had friends that lived there for five years and they changed the visa laws just to discourage, uh, missionaries from staying there i'm also found out that if i'm caught preaching the gospel without a missionary license i will be arrested but i also or i'm sorry without a missionary visa but i'm also told i can't get a missionary visa so what am i supposed to do well you do it anyway but we need to really pray for these people with these ministries in india that, that, that have been represented here today all right because it's short. The time is short, 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 short. India used to be free. I used to be able to go anywhere and preach the gospel. But now I've had uh, my friend Pastor Randy from the Buffalo, New York area. He and his friend were beaten and thrown in jail. All right, I mentioned to you about David's um, uh, friend being killed. And my friends were chased out of Orissa. They were doing a crusade there. And all of a sudden they said, you got to go. You got to leave right now because the authorities are coming to arrest you. So be praying for them. Again, it's the second largest people group in the whole wide world. So be praying there. But there uh, in Anir Pradesh, our new worship center that uh, Elam has, it's like their headquarters. Uh, it's actually gotten the one where they had. It was too small now, and they've had to build a larger one. Glory to God. God is still at work. People are still being evangelized. And now they're doing more and more village outreaches. And there's many more things they got going on. But again, pray for India. In China, uh, again, we we were smuggling our Bibles, uh, working with orphans in Fuzhou this year, and we did some discipleship training in uh, Nanping. We have a ministry that has provided books for discipleship training that we smuggled in, so glory to God for that. And I talked with Pat Eckel, and it's kind of cool because she's in contact with some of the same people that I have met throughout China, in Shenyang and, and, and Dandong. And I'm like, oh, you know them? She's like, oh, yeah, well, I said, my daughter was engaged on the Great Wall of China over there. It was great. Oh, overlooking North Korea. It just, 
Again, that's the largest unreached people group in the whole wide world. So pray for China. And then the next ministry we work with is homegrown. Sembradores de Cristo. He's one of your own, Ben Elliott. All right. And I'll tell you, you people have done a bang-up job with this kid. I mean it. You know, he talks about being inspired, you know, by Pastor Dale, Pastor CJ, people like Stan and his wife and, and Bill and Tammy, just from the, the here in, from Mexico, the, when they would go there and they would share from Mexico and all that inspired him. And I have to say, he is one of the most long-suffering brothers you got going on. He's got his head. I mean, I always say, you know, you know what your ministry's like when you see how many times you had your teeth kicked in and you keep on going. You know, metaphorically speaking, but he's had his teeth kicked in a few times. And I am excited to say that my first trip, I think it was in 2009 there, we actually had to sneak into a place called El Cagadero. Because he was kicked out by the sheriff and threatened if he ever came back again, he'd be thrown in jail or worse things will happen to you. And so he goes, we're going to go in anyway. And Norm, we've got the youth group there. we got, you know, got Hillsong United blasting out. You know, so he says, everybody be quiet in the vans. We're going to drive in quietly. And somehow his wife, Deanna, has this power of persuasion. And she talked to this woman at the school and she says, hey, can you let us just, we're going to do a volleyball camp for your kids. And we had a bunch of kids get saved. We ended up doing a service in El Cargadero that day. We get, we got away with it. Of course, kicked out again. And then he got, this Sunday will be starting their first official Sunday service in El Cargadero. So glory to God. Um, I have a video there. Okay, if you got the awesome drummer video woman, okay. Um, and I just want to show you this one. This is similar of a, of a trip that we would do, but because it's homegrown here, and you can see kind of what we do when we go down there. And I'm not sure how it came out because most of the video is done with my iPhone. So <laughs> it's 3GS. So <laughs> tells you the quality. But if you want to just check it out. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now, that was not, Ben showed you a video a little while back about information about his ministry, but that's typical what happens on one of our trips. Like, you see a lot of the roads because you're on the road a lot, and at the end, like this, okay. I'm sure the rest of you who have ministries in Mexico are well aware of those roads, or I don't know if you want to call them roads, but anyway. Um, so Ben is doing a great job there, and like I said, it's typical of one of our trips, you'll see you know, we like to take one day to go see, like, some of the sites or whatever and just get some more of the different cultures. So that's it with Ben. And uh, we have a couple of newer ministries starting out. Uh, we have now made contact in uh, Tanzania, Africa, and have been with them, and we should be going there this year. So praise God, he's growing that as well. And then one ministry that I believe is starting from right from this conference. Um, in the prophecy yesterday... Uh, it was spoken and confirmed by one of the other guys that one of the things I least like to do, I'm ashamed to say, but uh, is intercession. I'm just, I mean, I'll pray all the time, but focus, concentrate, intercession. And somebody was talking to me about that before I left home, and it was all confirmed here. 
So I want to bring uh, a couple of my board members up real quick, and we're going to get this done fast, and I'll be done. All right. This is Herb DeLine, and this is Abraham Kuhn. And uh, Abraham, Herb. Abraham's wife is named Sarah. So we have a Sarah and Abraham. And his wife is named Grace, so at least they have good wives' names. They have good wives, too. Their wives were part of my youth group, and they kind of tell people we married into a relationship with Pastor Kevin. But I wish, you know, my prayer would be that, I love these guys so much. My prayer would be that if you don't already have them, I'm sure a lot of you do, but if you don't already have them, that you would be able to get people like these guys on board with you. These are hardworking, diligent, faithful, God-loving guys. They have invested in this ministry. Herb was our second, him and his wife were our second monthly partners. And Abe and his business, they have sown into the ministry. And Abe and his wife have been to China with me a few times. Herb's been down with Ben in Mexico a few times, and they're both going to Mexico with me. But these brothers, they just serve with no agenda of their own. Their job is just to serve. Or what, that's what they want to do is serve. So as a part of this new ministry that God's kicking off with us is uh, intercession, is I've got three-by-five cards, and we're going to give everybody a card so there's no pressure, okay? And what I'm asking, if you would like, is for you to put three prayer requests on there. One for you personally one for your family, and one for your ministry. And if you'd write that down in the prayer card, we will commit to pray for you every day. I'm not saying for how long, but we will start praying for you every day. And we need something to focus on. And what we're going to do is we're going to pray, and then we're going to rotate. Like we're each going to share, and then we're going to rotate so that we can all be praying and however God would have us pray for you differently, individually. And so we're committing to pray for all of you because that's what gospel facilitators is. We want to facilitate your ministry. If we can do it through intercession, we're going to do that. So we're just going to pass out these cards and you can turn them into Herb or myself or, or anybody. I mean, not to say anybody, but any one of the three of us, uh, and we'll take them and we'll pray for you. All right. So if you just, we'll just start passing them out. And, you know, like when Ben named that ministry, Semper Dois de Cristo, uh, he named all of you. Because every one of us here is a sower of Christ. Every single one of us. And my wife shared this thing with me uh, about a guy. Some of you probably already know, but a guy named William Leslie. Uh, he worked under Adonarm Judson way back in 1912. He went to Congo. And he was there for 17 years. And when he died, he felt he was nothing but a failure. So he, his last time in Congo was in 1929. Just now in 2010, uh, a ministry, uh, what is it? Uh, sorry about that. I put my glasses on. I did pretty good till here. Tom Cox World Ministries, they went in in 2010 expecting in this region where, where William Leslie was. It was a medical mission that he had. He went in there thinking that maybe they might have heard of Jesus Christ. 
only to find out after a plane ride, a boat ride, and a 10-mile hike up into the bush or the jungle, they actually had established church networks. And most of them, all they can say is, is Leslie. Leslie, years and many, my father and my grandfather told me about Leslie that came. Totally, no other missionaries have been there until 2010. So I'm saying to encourage all of you, where you are, keep doing what you're doing. Keep sowing that seed. You don't know. I mean, when when God spoke this earth into existence in Genesis, it never stopped growing. The Hubble telescope is finding new galaxies and new things every year because it's continuing to grow. So whatever you sow in the name of Jesus, because he is in you, you are in him, and we are in the Father, and the Father is in us. And you speak that word out, and you speak forth God's truth. It's being sown, it's being done, and it's going to continue to grow. And you may never see everything God has done with all of you. So I am honored and humbled to be here with all of you, and I thank you so much for all that you do. And what part of our ministry for you right now is that we're going to be praying. And maybe sometime in the future, if you'd like, we can come and do something for you. All right, because that's what we do. We do something for other people. All right. Thank you so much. Be blessed. And I'll say it again. If God had a refrigerator, your picture would be on it.